he's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellata. And Bellatified. Hello and welcome. Here we are with episode 22. This is Bolotified. I'm Anthony Bolotta and I'm here as I always am every week with my co-host and best Bolotophile. Hi, Alex. Hello. What's going on, Mr. Postalidis? Oh, gosh. Crazy weather. Um, Really ready for some warmth and sunshine. But guess what happened yesterday? What happened? Daylight savings. The only thing is, I normally sit outside. I'm such a nerd. I normally sit outside and just watch the light disappear and look at the time. Like, you know, like I really, it's a benchmark for me. And I was watching the Grammys last night. So that that didn't happen. But no, because the Grammy started at five. Mm -hmm. However, um, I did look out my window at around seven and it was still fairly light out. And I thought to myself, oh, feels great. Still have light in the sky. I know. This is also officially the very last week of winter. Yes, it is. So we will be moving into springtime very soon. And the flowers are already starting to bloom here, even though we're having some rain in Southern California, which I don't mind one bit. I, I know maybe I love the rain. I love it. And uh, it's nice to have it, especially when we need it so much. Yes. Um, I don't like to drive in it, but I'm okay. It's a little nerve wracking with a, you know, a teenager who's had their license for one week and had to go to work in the rain, but she's very good at texting me. I'm here. So exactly. I was going to say, text me as soon as you get there. She's like, mom, if I forget, just go on life 360. I'm like, yeah, but I forget to go on life 360. And then I look up at the time and then I'm a nervous wreck. You know, is that how she communicates with you? Uh, I, I can just check and see where she is. And um, Good. I, mean, I always know where she is because she tells me, but right. just in cases like this, you know, or right. in this way, she'll know too. And David will know if we need to get her somewhere, who's closest. So she knows if she needs us, who to contact. And Great. You know. So did, did Illy watch the Grammys with you last night, the 63rd annual Grammys? She did not. Um, it, it, <laughs> Oh my gosh, my kid is so much like me. It was a little heartbreaking for her because she loves singing so much. And because of all of COVID, there's no choir, there's right. nothing and she's not singing. And she goes, mom, I, I just can't, I just can't do it. It's just going to make me sad. Mm-hmm. I get it. I yeah. get it. Actually, I found it to be a pretty good show. I loved it. I am amazed how much I enjoyed it. And I I think what they were saying they were going to do beforehand in that making it sort of a COVID free breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. I felt that I felt like, yeah. 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 There were some performances that are getting a lot of uh, play in the media today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Cardi B and and Megan the Stallion, uh, that performance is getting quite a lot of 
Yeah, I figured I, that way. right now. Yes. Uh, and, you know, good and bad, as you would well imagine. It was very risque. It, it wasn't. You know what it made me think of? Number one, I my, my thought was, okay, if that were guys up there rapping and the lyrics were suggestive and moves, would we say anything? But I also wonder, and I don't remember, if when Madonna did her, you remember her performance where it was very sexual in nature? I don't know if it was, it wasn't Grammys. This was just back in the... 80s mm-hmm. you know sure. and like, oh, gosh because it was Madonna did did it get attention I was wondering and I haven't had a chance to check today but I as I was watching I'm like yep this is this is going to be all over the place mm-hmm. I liked well, it uh yeah I liked it too I was I must say that I was a little bit put off by the humongous bed and some of the moves on the bed. I mean, I thought, I mean, how much do we have to give people? You know, how much, how explicit do we have to be here? But it was also remarkable in the, you know, the way mm-hmm. that it was staged. It was staged yeah. really, really well. They, they, those ladies worked really hard. Yes, they did. That was a yes, lot of work. Yes. But yeah, I, I guess I was a little taken aback that they were so uh, explicit. I mean, the fact that there was this huge bed on the stage is proof of that. And I, th- I think the, um, the Madonna. It's um, like a virgin. Yes. On I, that's, MTV. Yeah, VMA. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, D'Angelo, for that. Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was like a virgin. But <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. But there, I, was, there were some performances that blew me away. And um. I will say there wasn't one thing I didn't like. Mm -hmm. There was a few that I liked maybe a little less, Mm -hmm. but my favorite was DaBaby and the Mm -hmm. rock star. Mm -hmm. That one, that was my favorite of the night. I loved that they had older people up there dancing and singing, Right. you know, it it was such, it was so diverse musically um, production wise, um, at this, it was just a diverse song in every way that performance. And I, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved, loved, loved it. There were a lot of political statements mm-hmm. in the music that we saw mm-hmm. last night. Um, for sure. Lil baby had one of those with yeah. the visuals of the police brutality streets of LA and the fireworks and all of that craziness. Um, and black like me by Mickey Gaetan. Mm-hmm. And, and go ahead. Go ahead. I was just say, how cool is it? She's the first female black artist nominated for country. best country solo yeah. performance, yes. and she she brought chills to me. I, I was kind of she brought chills to me. That that was a really that, that was a beautiful segment. All all three of them mm-hmm. together was a really cool segment. Uh, I. I liked the, I was really, really buoyed by the uh, exposés that they did on the musicians Uh because it gave us a real chance to see them for who they are and to sort of get past all of the craziness that's usually Mm -hmm. such a part of the Grammys and to sort of see the humanity behind it. And I just, I love those pieces. I agree. I think it, um, it felt, uh, everybody felt more accessible. 
You know, it felt less starstruck, less celebrity ish. And it felt more, like you said, there was a lot more humanity and, and uh, I, I felt connected to the artist. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of rap. It's just not, it's not right. my favorite style. Right. And yet I enjoyed every single number because mm-hmm. I felt a connection to them. They were also, as you just pointed out, it wasn't a huge spectacle. It was staged very in a, in a small space. The live setting was, was very small and very intimate. So when you were when the, when the cameras were in the live setting, you really kind of felt like, wow, you're in this place with just a few people. It's really special. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then they used four stages that were pre-taped. All of those performances were pre-taped. But wow, the time and energy they spent to stage those numbers. I was so impressed. I agree. I agree. It was beautifully done. Awesome. Every single one. And I, I'm not a fan of BTS. They kind of scare me a little bit. <laughs> Are they real? They I'm are real. Sure. They're very pretty. They're very, very pretty. Every, I, every generation needs a boy band. That's true. And, and, and what D'Angelo brought up last night is their, their look makes them more accessible to a younger female audience because mm-hmm. it's very easy to like them. They, they're, they're, they're almost gender fluid. Yeah, this is true. This is very true. They, they dance. I mean, their dancing is amazing. Yes, yes. They very look teen pop. Say that again. It's very teen pop. Yes, very teen pop. But it it almost it almost. I don't mean this to sound any way, but what it what it looked like to me was disingenuous because it just didn't seem like those guys could be singing that song in that style it felt like very bizarre to me and then they're so made up and they're so pretty and that's a little off-putting too i think for me as well i don't (laughs) i get it i just you know i don't and i certainly don't want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy because I don't think I am, but I, I just had a heart. I, they, I literally, my heart jumped a little bit. Really? I got a little frightened at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to look at it this way. Not everything is for everybody. And like I tell, I always say it, it just, if something doesn't speak to me personally, or it doesn't connect with me, it doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just means I didn't have a connection to it, period. Right. You know? Right. And um, I enjoyed their performance. I think they're very talented. I don't connect with them. You know, maybe if I were a 13-year-old. Okay, but here's the difference. Here's the difference for me. Sure, if I don't connect, I'll just get up and get a drink or use Mm -hmm. the restroom or, but I couldn't do that. I had to watch them. I, I just, I wasn't connecting, but I just found it a little, it was one of those things where you can't close your eyes. You can't stop looking. That's how it felt. <laughs> but I really, I enjoy, I enjoy their energy and I enjoy their dancing, you know, and they, sh- they're, they're an international sensation, man. Oh, big, huge, big, big, huge. big, 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 seven of them, big group too. It's funny. Cause about, um, I don't know, maybe about quarter to eight, eight, my friend Jan popped over and I'm sitting on the 
you know, on the couch with my computer typing up notes. And at one point she goes, is there a mirror there? And I'm like, no, they just keep expanding into a larger group. It was just like, <laughs> you know, it was like a cat having yeah. kittens more and right, more. Right, right. They just pop out. <laughs> I am. Um, I was watching some of the production quality as well and uh, found it interesting. Um, I love the intimacy as we, we just spoke about. We were trying to, having been to LA Live a number of times in downtown LA, we, we were trying, D'Angelo and I were trying to figure out where the stage actually was. Uh, and as Trevor Noah pointed out, no green screen, you know, it was all real. Uh, but I was, we were trying to as, uh, assess whether they were at the JW because that's right there on, on property. It's, but we couldn't really figure it out. It was really cool. Uh, but also we looked a bit at, um, I was looking for like lower thirds and footers and, you know, those kinds of things that we look for in broadcast. And at one point during the, actually it was on her when, when her won the award, mm-hmm. there was no lower third. So, you know, because I was ready then to just sort of check out that feature and there wasn't one. So I thought, Oh, I wrote a note, no lower thirds. What's going on with that. And then I said something to D'Angelo because, you know, if you're not paying real close attention, especially last night, without a lower third, you don't know really what you're watching. And you see somebody giving an acceptance speech and you know who it is, but you don't know what award it is necessarily. And the way that it was framed last night without the lower third, there's no way of knowing. Right. And so there were a couple of times where I saw no lower third and I I didn't know what the award was and it became a little frustrating for me. Yeah, I agree with you. You be I on one hand I liked it because it wasn't this constant scrolling distraction, but on the other hand, you know, so I had uh, another page open of all the nominees, and I'd I'd hear something, and if I was okay, which award is this? I'd start scrolling furiously so I could make a note to see, oh, okay, it's for this, it's record or album of the year, song, right, you know, right, right. So I was doing all that. I do wish. And as same with the performers, when he, when there was a group performing, I wish they would have had even just for 10 seconds and you could really, okay, it's this, this group is performing this number. They're up for this award. Cause I wanted, you know, I would have liked that. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And without all of the production elements, they had one screen. It was interesting the way they staged it as well. They, they capitalized on the view. They didn't block it with the screen. They had the screen the screen off to the left. So from a live perspective, I'm sure it didn't really look all that great. They made it look better, I think, with the cameras. Um, but to your point, too, I felt lost because I I wasn't getting the visual cues that we would normally get during one of these shows telling me what was going on. And it was a little off-putting for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad, not glad, but it's interesting to hear that you felt the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And I even, I remember even question, I'm like, why isn't that there? Normally that's always there, you know, it's right. a little, just a little flash. And it know. came, there were some, I, I think I made some. a note later that, that, you know, they came up. So I'm just wondering if, you know, I, it, being in the, being in the production room and knowing the myriad of things that could go wrong. I'm just curious now as to why that, that happened, you know? I, I was very glad when they were had the presenters. Okay, first of all, loved, 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 can't say loved enough that they had real people, people out in the industry, you know, um, um, yes. managers and owners yes. giving these awards out. I, 
that was brilliant. It mm-hmm. just was brilliant. And I loved how Trevor Noah explained it. That was one of my favorite things of the night. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Uh, I had a latitude call this morning and there was a lot of talk about the fact that the Latino uh, nominees, their names were mispronounced. And I, I didn't catch that. I, I must have walked away during that moment in the broadcast because I didn't catch it. So I'm curious to hear what Chino has to say about that. If in yeah. fact he did catch it, but that would have been one of the only issues with doing what they did. And that is that they used people who don't have the experience to make these announcements to announce the nominees, right? Mm-hmm. But then it becomes the work of the producer to ensure that those names are properly right stated right so it's again you know and it might have been a unit that went out to do that and just didn't do it right it's just it's interesting to see these little errors made and issues um with a broadcast like this the one thing they didn't forget to do was continue to tell you that you could see it again on paramount uh, you know, you could continue to go to the the app and see it again. They were very good about making that connection. Uh, but um, how did you feel, Trevor? Did I loved him? But I love him. I'm I'm a I'm definitely in the Trevor camp. Totally, totally. I thought he did a great job. So much fun uh, mm-hmm. and so light and mm-hmm. cheeky. Very yep. cheeky, which cheeky. I love. It's so funny. I use that exact word to Jan. I'm like, it's so cheeky. <laughs> yes. There was so much to talk about. Um, and uh, and before we bring Chino on and, and you introduce him, there's one question that I have for you. And that is, in last night's broadcast, there is one song. There was one song that was sung that is actually from a musical. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do you want to tell people what it was? Um, and you know what? It's funny when I was making notes because I was a sobbing mess by the time she was done during the in memoriam segment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I can never remember the actual name of it. And our dear friend and I did a show Eileen Bowman and she's saying this. Um, You'll never walk alone. Is that the actual title? The, of it? That is it the is, name yeah. of the song. Yes. I always figured, I always feel like I'm just putting a lyric in, in replacement of the title, but yes. she did that beautifully. Yes, she did a beautiful job with it. And I and I, I ascertained that she recorded it because then there was a commercial break, right? And we heard yeah. it again and again. They did it for Remy Martin. They were doing a lot of right. the songs over for Remy Martin. Right, right. And so, uh, yeah, it was beautifully done. It was very interesting. What an interesting song. I believe it's from Carousel. Yeah. I think it's from I Carousel. I know it's Rodgers and Hammerstein. <laughs> yes. It's from yeah. Carousel. Yeah. Uh, wow. Last night I misspoke and told D'Angelo it was from uh, The Sound of Music, but that's Climb Every Mountain. That's a different song with the same message, if you will. It is. And that's funny because I went, is it from? No, it's yeah. not from Sound of Music. On a just personal note, he's one of my favorite people on the planet. He's one of the most well-known recording percussionists of our time. Um but he's also a multi-instrumentalist, composer, arranger, recording artist, band leader, educator. He does it all. And he's worked with some of the most legendary performers like Tito Puente, Celia Cruz, Mark Anthony, Tito Nieves. And it just goes on and on and on. And 
The other thing which speaks to me and I know does to you is that he's participated in a bunch of Broadway shows, mm-hmm. right? So that's really cool. Um, he's won American and Latin Grammy Awards. He's been, he has numerous Grammy and Billboard nominations. So he's just an all around terrific guy. So please let's welcome our dear, dear, dear friend, Mr. Chino Nunez. I'm so excited. Hola, Chino. What's happening? What's happening, yes. man? All right, man. How are you? How are you? We're all right. How are you? Hello. Hi, Sue. How you doing, baby? How's good. It so good right. to see your face. Likewise, honey. Likewise. How you doing, Anthony? How's it going? You know, it's been a rough year. I won't lie. It's been a really rough, rough year. And uh, we're we're just waiting for it all to end. And yet I'm hoping that, yeah, right. The beads and the prayer, right. Saying a lot of prayers. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I do <laughs> every morning. I mean, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what? I think things are looking up and yeah. we learned some new things. You know, I, I, we have to try to always look at the bright side, right? Let's say right. that first. Right. That's so right. that's, you know, that's what we've been doing for years, looking at the bright side. So it would really be nice to see the bright side now. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. you know, I mean, um, yeah, you're right. It's been a rough year. Um, uh, it, it, let me just ask Alex, how are you? How are you doing? How are, how's everything with you, honey? You're so sweet. I, I'm doing well. Um, I was hit with a huge memory yesterday on Facebook and I, kind of shared that about how a year ago yesterday was kind of my, it was, that was my last weekend of semi-normalcy. And I say right. semi because we were heading into this right. and what was ahead of us was starting to loom ominous. Right. Uh, and I was out there trying to shop and shelves were bare. Like there was no food on the shelves at Target. You couldn't find paper goods. I was all over the city. Um, and I, so yesterday I have to say, I was feeling a little sad because I went, oh my gosh, how has it been a year? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, lots of ha- lot, lots has happened since last time we saw each other, which was yes. uh, back in 2019, I think it was. 2019, it was. was it? 2019. It was 2019, right? And, um, uh, you know, I, I lost a lot of dear friends, including my brother-in-law just about three weeks ago. Oh, um, man. Yeah, and then my, uh, my trumpet player. Just oh. passed away last week. Yep. So, You're talking about uh, you know, COVID? COVID related? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, COVID related, man. Yeah. So you know, it's been a, a rough week. The new life that we're dealing with, man. Right. So we got to we got to keep rolling with the punches. We, we were we were discussing on Friday. We were talking about today's show and trying to plan for it. And we were talking about you as a family man. Because Thank you. one of the things that makes you so incredible, the music aside, is your heart and your soul. And it's one of the things we love so much about you. You're so authentic. You're so real, you know, and Thank you're you, so Matthew. full of love. And so you're going you're gonna to have that love back in spades, you know, a rebirth of that love, I'm sure. Amen to that, man. You know, you're still holding it close and you're still you're still massaging it and, and gently cuddling it. And, you know, it's it'll be there for you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it's been a, a rough month and, uh, you know, we're just dealing with the losses that we've had. And, you know, I'm blessed that I'm, I am I just got my first COVID shot just last week. And Good. so I'm, I'm I, yeah, yeah. So I'll get my next one in April. So, yeah. Good. So we're yeah, good to we're, go, we're, man. 
Huh? We're trying to get ours here. I'm still trying to get to, trying to get one here. Did, and I don't believe Alex has had one yet either. We're still a uh, no, yeah. but I got some good news today. And this what is the upside of having a blood disorder. I mean, it's not anything serious. I only carry a trait. It's no big deal. But because of that, I'm eligible. My yeah, friend eligible. the information. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, that's me for thalassemia. Excellent. Yeah, that's me. I, I have heart disease. So um, they, you know, they I'm eligible. So I got that's how I got it, Anthony. Yeah, good, good. Well, yeah. not good for the heart disease, but good that you got it. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I had a heart attack in 2013. And, right. and that's what that's what, you know, made me eligible. So yeah, man. Uh, are you working out at all? Are you? Have you, are you I am. I am. I, I'm, I walk it. I walk every day. I do about three miles a day. And, you know, I, I, um, I had gained some weight, man, because of this stuff, man. But we all have. I, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I decided to, you know, stop the, the eating and, and start eating healthy and start walking and doing what I need to do to get back into shape. man. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working out. Yeah. Are you working at all? Have you had any have any projects coming up at, at this time? Yes, actually, I did a lot of producing uh, for some reason or another, you know, it, that worked out pretty well. Um, it, it, it didn't pay much, Anthony. It's not like before, like, you know, we used to we used to make decent money doing a production. It's like people are just asking and especially in my industry yep. in the salsa industry, you know, um, but yeah, there's some money coming in. Um, uh, as far as gigs are concerned, man, zero zilch. I went from, I went from you know, six figures to zero figures. Yeah, I know yeah. how it is. Yeah, it's exactly what happened, man. I mean, it went, it went, it went down the tubes really fast. And uh, and 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 look, man, you know, this is where we're at. You know, hopefully, I do have a gig October twenty third. I go on the salsa cruise. And that's on. That, yeah. that is on. Good. Yeah. Good. I think. I think. Uh, I, I'm hoping this, but I really do also believe that by September, yeah, we're going to be busy again. And Chino, when it comes back, you're going to be flooded. You're going to be crazy, <laughs> busy, flooded, crazy, crazy. Yes. From your mouth to God's ears, my friend. Oh, I know it, and I know it, I know it. <laughs> hey, you. I listen I to you all the it. time. I, man, you know, one of my favorite things in the world to do is cook. So when I'm in the kitchen cooking, uh-huh. and especially if I'm alone, I have the Chino Nunez station <laughs> on, you. and I'm just dancing my, Thank you, baby. You know, Thank you. The salsa, you say it, the you know, reach my beef and y'all, I'm just dancing it off, right? I'm salsing as I'm cooking. There you go. My how's, your, how's your little one? Well, as I say, little one, because I mean, well. I, I, <laughs> She's fantastic. She's doing good. Yeah. She's doing well. She's got a job. Oh my God. And she's on honor roll and she's going to graduate early. She got her license last uh, week. Um, she's been running errands for me. Good, man. <laughs> so, awesome. Awesome, babes. Awesome. Mom, do you need anything? So, and singing up a storm. Um, so, anything to get in the car. That's so funny. <laughs> Remember those days? Anything to drive yeah. the car. <laughs> she can't anything an to get the car. I know anything really. She, what was it? Friday night, we were watching something and they were eating French fries. And she looked at me and she goes, I want French fries. I said, damn it. So do I. She goes, I'll go get them. I said, I don't have any cash. She goes, I'll buy. I said, you'll buy and fly. Oh, this is cool. You know, we like, we tried to look you up, man. We like, you know, we found some, some, some nuggets of information, but like, 
one of the things that I didn't see at all was what got you into music? Like what, what, what was the impetus? <laughs> um, oh, well, um, it, I kind of grew into it, Anthony, seriously, this is the honest to God truth. Um, when I was, um, a young child in elementary school, um, I would bang on tape at my desk. I would bang on the, on the desk. I always was playing on the desk and my teacher would get mad at me and, and say, Hey, you gotta stop that. You know? And it, he would turn around a couple of minutes later, I'm banging on the desk again. again. Um, it so happens that, um, one of the music teachers at that time and, um, his name is Mr. Evans, if I'm not mistaken. Mr. Evans um, said to my my sister, because my, my parents didn't speak English, so my sister had to translate. When we went to parent-teacher conference, mm -hmm. my sister was one that translated. So he said to her, he says, listen, this guy is very talented. He's got a lot of rhythm. I heard, I've heard him. Um, I suggest you get him some drums. She didn't understand what drums are. She got me timbales. Mm -hmm. and, and I say things happen for a reason, Anthony, because they do. You know, the universe has a strange way of playing out things in your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I remember she got me those timbales, and we were living in the projects in New York City. So I would practice the timbales with a little little phonograph. It was probably that big. Seriously, it was not that bad. That it was not. It wasn't loud. I would drown out the phono, You know, the phonograph mm -hmm. playing what I was playing. I was into heavy into Motown, heavy into, uh, um, yeah, Motown, um, Partridge Family, uh, mm. The Monkees. That was my music. <laughs> That's, That's the music I, I really loved. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, uh, the, the Diana Ross and the Supremes, all that stuff, uh, Smokey. And, uh, and then my father brought me, brought me a, um, a two records, two salsa records, and that was it. I got hooked. Wow. So I started listening and I was listening for the, the instrument that I'm that I'm playing to see if I can hear it. Because when my sister brought me the timbales and I was listening to Diana Ross and I was listening to smoking, <laughs> I was listening to all I didn't hear timbales. All I heard was drums. Right. So I wanted to add on stuff to and they, that was not going to happen in my house. Hey. I literally had to play my drums on, on the bed so I can muffle them down because my father said, you're too loud. You know, you got to put them on. <laughs> so. Um, Long story short, um, that's the way I started, you know, in the music business. So this is about seven years old, eight years old. I, I was already starting to play. We moved from the projects. My father brought a house. I moved to this place called Sunset Park in Brooklyn, New York. And I met a friend of mine. His name is Fabian. And he says, wow, you got timbales, you got bongos, and you got congas. They had brought me all that stuff. Now, by that time, I already had that. This is about, I'm 11 now, okay? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I do, but which one's which? I didn't know what was what. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding you. That's great. I had no clue. I had no clue. Which there was no Google, right? <laughs> there was no Google. You see Tito Puente playing on, 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 you know, on the TV and the Spanish channel, because that's what we watched in, in, at home. But I didn't understand what he was, what, I didn't know the instrument. I didn't know the name. So he says, yeah, those are timbales, those are bangos, and those, those are congas. And he says, the timbales, you play like this. And he taught me one rhythm, which is on the side of the drum, mm -hmm. which is where you play the cascara, we would call it cascara. And that was it. 
And that was at 11, at 12 years old, I started playing with Johnny Pacheco, who just passed away. That's another one that uh. that left us. Yeah, he just passed away. You know, he's like the, uh, he's like the, uh, I want to say the Clive Davis of, of Latin music. That's who Johnny is, you know, wow. Johnny's icon. He was the, uh, one of the founders of Fania Records and who became one, they, they were big, they were huge. The Fania Records were, were you know, were huge in, the, in our scene. And um, and I was playing about a year later, I was playing with Johnny, playing with, you know, I was 12 years old. And that's how I got in. Wow. That was it. That's all that. So no, I can tell you. no formal training at all. No. Nope. Wow. And now you don't just play uh, percussion. You play other instruments. Piano, bass. Um, I'm an arranger. I can fully write a symphonic if I have to. Yeah, I, I arrange. I arrange music from self-taught. Top to bottom, scoring self-taught. Yeah, wow. I even self-taught I myself to read. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness, I had no idea. Yeah. So you taught yourself theory and everything. Theory and the whole nine yards. Actually, uh, let me back up a little bit. My best friend, who has a master's in music, I, I told a lie to a, another friend of mine. He wanted to do a recording, and this is about 1991, and I I uh, I had already an idea. I had an idea of the piano. I just didn't know certain things and the theory part i was still mm-hmm. you know I, w- I didn't know theory honestly so long story short um i again um i told my friend from texas he asked me he said hey i want to do two tunes i want to come into new york and record two songs i said great man he goes I, I need to get some arrangers i said yeah my friend willie myself willie reese is my best friend who's the one that has the masters in music and I said, and myself, he said, oh, you arrange music? Yeah. I said, yeah, mm. I lied. I didn't. <laughs> uh, so as soon as I hung, you're going to laugh, Alex, because this is, I wish Willie was on this conversation. I wish That's he was great. on. But but as soon as I hang up, next phone call, hey, Willie, we good news. <laughs> we got we got a gig. We're going to do a recording next week. He wants to do it next week. He's going to send us a song. Bad news is I'm one of the arrangers and I need to learn. What, what do I do first? He goes, well, do you know? <laughs> Well, do you know the uh, the transpositions of no? Do you know the ranges? No. He goes, oh, my God. So we were, we were on the phone for a while. We were on the phone for a while, and I got my first arrangement out. It was wow. kind of like a train wreck, but it, it sounded okay. It did good. Take it till you I, make it. Yeah. And then um, and then the second arrangement was a big band that I did, and that, that was a hit in the radio in New York, and it did pretty well, and that was it. Birth of so, an arranger. Arranging. Yeah. Arranging is one of those things that that really intrigues me. When you're mm-hmm. arranging, mm-hmm. do you hear it in your head first? I hear you, everything. I hear the whole hear, nine yards, man. You hear it. That's why you knew you could arrange it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I I used to practice with a what they call a seven C mouthpiece, trumpet mouthpiece. Uh-huh. So what I did was I used to practice. Uh, I used to put headphones on, just like when you have headphones listen to a track and then try to mimic what the trumpet player was doing. And that's how I learned internal voicing. So when I went voicing for brass came real natural to me. And as a percussionist, I didn't hang out with percussion players. I hung out with, um, with uh, piano players. My most, some of my dearest friends were all piano players. Mm. So um, by doing that and guitar players, my father wanted me to be guitar- a guitarist. I can't play a note on guitar. That's the only instrument I can play. But um, so by hanging out with them, 
I learned a lot of voicings, piano voicings. I would ask questions and I would say, what are you doing? He said, they would tell me their extensions. And then that, then that led to me learning a little bit more. I would buy a book. I bought so many books. I bought Don Sebesky, Henry Mancini, I, you name it, Russell Garcia. And I sat in my room and that's all I did was study, study, study. That was it, you know? And, um, uh, you know, the, the Henry Mancini book, Sounds, uh, Scores and Sounds, was the one that really helped me because I could see the note and then hear the note and know where it's at, you know, and right. know the register of it. And that's how I was able to get and maneuver uh, my arranging skills. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm listening to you and these two words keep running in my head. Fearless positivity. You're not afraid to not know, so right. you're not afraid to learn, and right. you're so positive and sure that you've got the confidence to go out. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to do it. That's so, right, awesome. exactly. Yeah, man, it was like my father. He said, "You better learn how to fix your car. If now you're going to spend a lot of money." But I didn't learn how to fix a car. Right, so. I didn't either. <laughs> or a toilet. <laughs> well, you know what? When when we got this house, I figured it out. And I, but. But this is the beauty of Google. This is the beauty right. of Google. This is true. YouTube, right? Google, right? Exactly. <laughs> In that time, there was nothing like that. I didn't right. know what the heck I was doing. You know, like yeah, you're right. right. Uh, that's funny. And you <laughs> and you have done so much. Uh, and Alex and I were talking again about you, and uh, we uncovered <clears throat> the fact that you've you've been involved in Broadway shows, which. Yes. just delights us because mm -hmm. that's our background. And uh, we're talking about Evita, The Life of right. Celia Cruz, Cape mm -hmm. Man, Lion King. Yes. Tale of Two Cities. Now, what, what exactly role, what roles did you play in those? So, uh, okay. So A Tale of Two Cities, I did a, uh, a addendum to a, a, an existing chart, which is one, a uh, hundred people, hundred people got, um, hundred people got off of the train. Da, da, yeah, da, it's da, a that, Stephen that Sondheim yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did it. I did it in addition to that because the one that was playing the part, her name is Natalie Natalie Toro. She's a, she's a famous Broadway uh, singer mm -hmm. actress, and uh, um, she called me. And I had done a production with her years ago. Willie Ruiz, the guy that taught me how to arrange. Mm -hmm. We did this production. It was all salsa, all Broadway songs. I did cabaret. I did. But the album never came out. Oh. It, it came out, but it was like her putting it out. We had a big time uh, uh, guy. His name was Daniel Leaner. Uh, and uh, he was like owner of, I think he was part owner of the New York Post. And he was backing her up with a lot of money. And the guy goes to Radio City Music Hall and dies. Just our luck. You know, so we were supposed to put all this money into this production. And he did. He put... I mean, he was already in about 200, 200 large, man, or into died. the production already. Right. And then that was it. Goodbye. See ya. And, uh, you know, so. But was that was that going to be a Latin inspired <coughs> Broadway album? Was that going to be an, a Broadway album, but with Latin rhythms? Yeah. Yeah. We did. We did. Um, I, I did. I, cabaret. I, 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 um, I did a tune by Barbara Streisand. I forgot the name of it. Um, not the way we were. Or it was another tune. Anyway, Not evergreen. It was, no. Yeah, no, no. It was. Uh, I have to look it up. It's it's on it's on YouTube. It's a, you could see it if you put Natalie Toro. Um, oh my God! What's the name? Anyway, I did a, a Barbara Streisand tune. I did like three or four arrangements on that on that album, and it was all Broadway songs in their in, in the native language with salsa back with a salsa backing. I'm so over uh, that. 
That would make yeah. me so happy. I yeah. want to hear that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to hear I, it. I mean, I, I um I know that she has it out because I, I've seen it on on um on YouTube and all that stuff. But yeah, she has it. I, I if if I find we'll it, I'll send it. you the link. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Yeah, and we'll Natalie, yeah, Toro. Let me see. Natalie Toro. But um, so we did that, and um that was pretty cool, man. And and um unfortunately, you know, Daniel died, and and unfortunately it just ended up nowhere uh the you know she had to put it on herself yeah she has it on spotify um cool let me see if i find it here man i'm just i'm just looking here to see if i find it uh follow okay that's so cool uh yeah so yeah no it's it's an it's an awesome okay so the one that i uh another hundred people she she did like a, a compilation out of this um yeah, she did a compilation out of this. Okay, so this is um, yeah, I have to I have to log in and see which one I is mean, the one I wrote. But I, I wrote, but hundred another hundred people's those, in there. Yeah, that's um, one of those driving driving songs mm -hmm. that doesn't stop. Yeah, so it's curious to hear what that was. That one like that one was done in its original field. You know the re, the original field. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we added we added some extra um, some extra uh, sound sound bites into it because we wanted the uh, the the si uh, the sirens in the background. We wanted a car horn, you know. We wanted taxi. Yeah. Right, we right. wanted all that. All that had some confusion life. of New York, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah some confusion of New York. Yeah, but that's what we did. And um, again, that was a great production. You know, pretty good production. And and she she's a great singer, man. But as far as Lion King, yeah, I was in Lion King. I was the uh, the first uh, the first uh, sub of the uh, of the chair of the African drum chair, the first African drum chair, and that's when Lion King uh, had the two percussionists. It, we were on tears. We weren't in the pit. We were part aesthetically of the show. Wow! So it's pretty pretty cool, man. It was, wow. You know, I was in. If you're looking at the stage, I was still. Stage right and then it was another percussionist on stage left so you played the which, show i played the show yeah i played the show nice. yeah it was eight, eight, eight years in there yeah eight wow. years yeah 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 and nice. then i did i did a vita i did um first show i ever saw on broadway yeah cape man i did uh celia um yeah man we did we did a lot we, i mean blessed to do a lot you know that was when new york was kicking <laughs> yeah and most of the guys now are yeah and most of the guys now they're in broadway but you know they're COVID, waiting for work to come back right yeah they're, they're waiting, waiting for work to right. come back so what did you think about did you watch the grammys last night did you have a chance did you tune in you know what you know what i'm gonna be guilty god forgive me man no i did i went oh. to i went to bed early i started watching it I saw up to um to Billy Billy Idol. Yes. Uh, uh yeah. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Eilish. Yeah. That's her name. I always mess her name up about Billy Idol is the other one. Um, but yeah, that's to where I saw her and I was out, man. I was done. Yeah. I was fried. Yeah, was I was fried. Top. Yeah. How was it? I actually we were talking about it. We thought it was a really good broadcast, probably the best Grammy Awards ever, if you ask me. Yep. I agree. What I'd like 
what I liked about it was that the performers were performing alongside each other. Mm-hmm. So they were feeding off the vibe of each other. So mm-hmm. I, I did get to see yes, that part. That was great. That was yes. really cool, man. Because, yes. you know, even even like the newcomers, I think those girls, what, what was the name yes, of the girls that would? Haim from L.A.? Yeah. yeah. When yeah. they were performing, I could imagine the saying, oh, my God, look at all these people, you know, these guys watching us, right? you know, perform. And they rocked, man. They just tore it up. They man. did. They did great. They did great. So everybody had to be, everybody had to be on their A game, man. You know, it was really cool. That that I did enjoy, man. That I absolutely enjoyed. Yeah. And that did, so I did get to see times. some of it. That did happen yeah. a few times in the broadcast where you they'd cut away to somebody who had just sung, mouthing okay. the song as you know right. as the person singing. Just you know, so you get this feel of community. Which again, wow. we, we never got before in this right. broadcast. Right. You yeah, can see was, them really supporting each other yeah. and genuinely happy not only to be performing live, but to be witnessing a live performance. A live so performance. It's a perfect little symbiotic. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think and I think if the Grammys are smart, they're gonna continue doing that. I think even even when we get out of this pandemic thing, I think they they should do that because that's what it's all about, man. It's community. You know, this is what we are. You know, we're a music community, but the community that listens to us, you know, our fans, you know, that's, it's important to have that togetherness. And I think that's what I, that's what I enjoyed. Unfortunately, this old man doesn't stay up till after nine o'clock. So I think think we were probably born around the same time. So I I hear you (laughs) totally hear you. Um, I was trying. I was trying. I had to get up at five this morning. So you're going to get to the gym. You have a lot on your mind, too. So totally forgiven. But Mm -hmm. you've won a Grammy. Yes. Two. Or two. Two two of them. Yes. And so um, you want to tell us a little bit about those Grammys? Of course. Of course. Um, 2004. uh, 2004. Yeah. 2004. um, I was with a band called Spanish Harlem Orchestra. And... uh, um, we won for uh, we won the Grammy for Latin Cat or Latin Tropical, Latin Tropical Spanish Harlem became one of the top real fast became one of the top bands Latin bands in the, in the business for touring like crazy, and then in 2016 India won uh, Latin Grammy uh, for Intensamente India and I'm an arranger of one of the tracks in that in that album and nice. that's the other one that we won yeah yeah so. Are you proud of of your Grammys? I'm proud of my, I'm proud of my life, man. I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm proud. I'm proud of everything that I've done, but you know, what's more, I'm more proud of my family that stood behind me through that, especially my wife who's been there, you know, you know, pounding the pavement with me, man. She's been, you know, so, um, um, yeah, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. It's you know, it's what we work for, man. It's you know, it's just the same way as a baseball player wants to get that World Series ring. That's the same thing we we go through. I mean, we've you know, we've uh, we've uh, we work hard for this, man. And uh, to be recognized and to you know to be part of something that big is is a blessing, man. You know, so and I got nine nominations. I think nine or ten, something like that. Just, you know, awesome. nominations around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's so beautiful as and and you know we're performers and when you see somebody who is so successful and well known and is so genuine and humble and kind thank you and grateful 
I, I feed off of that. The fact that you're so grateful for the opportunities you've had and the life you've had, you don't take any of it for granted and you never treat anybody with disrespect. You're always so kind and respectful, even to somebody you don't know. And even when somebody is not so right. respectful and should be, <laughs> you still remain. You still There's remain only respectful. one guy. One of, one of you guys. One of you guys. I think we were. Where were we? In Chicago. What was it? Chicago? No, was it Chicago? I think it might have been was Chicago. It Chicago. Yeah, was I it think Chicago. It, been... it was in Chicago, and I and I totally apologized because I I lost the gasket, man, and I felt so bad afterwards, man. I I came up to the guy and I said, "Listen, I'll buy you dinner. I'm so sorry. That's not me." I'm not like that. And, and, uh, and I even told you, I think I came up to you and I said, yo, Anthony, you told me all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, I did this. And I was like, oh, Gina, don't worry. I'm sure it's fine. I did. I was, you felt so bad. I remember, <laughs> but I haven't told everybody how, how we know each other. And, and so I'm doing you a bit of a disservice by, by not telling. Okay. So I want to, we met Chino uh, working on a very large event. Uh, and, Chino was tasked with putting together an, an orchestra for us uh, in LA and right. I'd never met you before. And right. uh, he brought this 13 piece orchestra together, Chino Nunez orchestra uh, with some incredible <laughs> talent uh, to the main stage of a conference that we've produced. And then we did it for a few years after that, because it Correct. was so successful. I'm going to tell you, I have been in a lot of ballrooms. I've heard a lot of bands play. There has been nothing like the energy that exuded from that band that night. I will never, ever, ever forget it. And uh, you also had some hot names. I think you had John Cicada. We had John Cicada, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had John Cicada. We had... Well, Emily Estefan was the last one that was on We had stage Emily last year. Right. I heard she, she, she tore idea. it up. I heard she tore, tore it up. up. She, yeah, really. Wow, tore that's awesome. Up. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And we, you had, know, some, yeah. we had somebody's niece. Huh? Tina Nuevas. We had, some, we had a gal, we had a lady a few years ago who, why can't I remember? She was somebody's, a famous singer's niece, but she also was a singer. Oh, right. She was also a singer. I forgot her name, too. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no? yeah, right. Dang, yeah. dang, dang. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. What year? So, what was the first year of that conference? I know I came in in 2014. In 2014, so that was 2013. I, actually, it was the year that I had my heart attack. That was the same 2013, year. 2013, right? Yeah, 2013, because I was doing uh, Aaron. Uh, I was doing right, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have those songs on my, <laughs> on my, yeah. on my playlist. Yes, I'm I sure. I'm sure he's proud of that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember when Anthony brought me in in 2014, and he gave me these lists of musicians. And so I was doing a little research and I got mm -hmm. to you and I think I've told you this. I went, holy moly, this guy's really? time. And I was terrified to call you, was terrified to, because I thought, I don't, I'm just learning. I mean, I, I, I've been performing since I was a kid. She's I'm brand new though. Brand I don't know new. about backline. I, a yeah. DI, what the hell is a DI? You know, <laughs> right. Which I learned. But, and so I'm researching you and I called every single musician and I saved you for last because I had to build up the courage. I called you. I left a message. You called me right back. 
Alex, honey, sweetie, how are you? It's so nice to meet you. And from that <laughs> yeah. point on, I'm like, okay, I'm in love. That's it. Yeah, but she, she, you know, she came across so, so sweet. So it was, it was actually, it was a, a marriage made in what in, in our business because it, it worked yeah. out so well. We worked so well together. And even and though I'm distressed. meet you until 2018. Right. It was right. a few years later. That's right. I kept telling I kept telling you, yo, tell Anthony to let you come down and hang out with us. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really hope we have those times back again. We did get to work with you one other time for another client. And right. maybe we'll get to do more of that too. I think it was at the Fountain Blue for Reed. Fountain Smith. Blue, yes. yes. Right. Mm -hmm. and, right. And they were really, they really they were happy with the uh, with the event, how it went and everything. So that worked out really well. Uh, yeah, man, whenever, whenever, man, I'm yeah, here we, for don't you guys. Get, we don't get enough. We don't get enough opportunity. We really don't of course, because man. you are incredible and you pull it together musically. There's nothing better. And then it just goes beyond that because you understand that you got to bring the energy. You got to bring the goods, right? right? You understand that. Otherwise you have nothing. And it's so, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's exactly right. Anthony. But then again, it also goes hand in hand. You guys are the best in what you do, man. So we thank you for that because well, every time I performed, I, I, I performed, I left it on stage, but you know, I'm only, I'm only as good as what my sound projects. Mm -hmm. After that, you guys take over and you you make it you make it really well, sound that's, good. So. That's our job to to yeah, help you absolutely. sound as good as you can, right? That's Thank that's you. our job, and we love working with you. Oh Thank wait, you. wait! I have to ask you a question. You mentioned mm -hmm. Fabian as a kid. You had a friend yeah. named Fabian. That's not the yeah. same Fabian that we work with. As no, 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 okay. no, 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 okay. no, 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 not him. No, uh, Fabian was a uh, was a uh, he was just my neighbor across the street, but he was uh, an avid uh, musician, wannabe, not wannabe, I shouldn't say that. He wanted to learn how to play percussion and and he actually didn't know how to play percussion. He knew more of it than me when I first started. Right. And then it, all he did was just teach me one rhythm and that was it. Right. That's why I say he's one of my teachers because if it wasn't for him, <clears throat> I don't know where I'd be at right now. I don't know what I'd be doing, you know? I, I did like baseball, but I don't think I was good enough for that. So, you know. <laughs> right. No, yeah. you know, and you said it, you said it yourself. It really is amazing that uh, here's, here's a kid, Fabian, with mm -hmm. an intense desire to learn something and, and the, and the intellect to learn it intellectually. Right. But then Correct. there's, you comes along, you come along with this innate talent, this innate ability, this understanding that just comes from who, where, who, who knows. And, you know, what an incredible you're right what it's so incredible that you met yeah and we, he I, became your first teacher you know like wow I, like i said anthony you know people are putting your life uh for a reason you, you sometimes you you think you know whether it's good or bad and i and i've i'm when i teach a master class that's exactly what i tell these kids um you know and people that go to my class i ask them why are you here and at point and they say, I want to learn percussion. I said, no, why are you here? I, I want to learn percussion. I'm, no, that's not the reason. You're here because something brought you here. It's your love, the love for this, for this business, the love for this music. That's why you're here. You're going to learn. Obviously, that's a perk. You know, you're going to learn whatever I'm going to teach you. And you got to take it home and practice. That's, that's something you're going to have to learn. But the love that you have for this, for this music, that's why you're here. So 
everything happens for a reason. People are putting, I, I, I'm a firm believer that the, the, that your life, there's certain things in your life, good and bad, that will always result into something else and may, maybe become bigger. What we're going through now with this pandemic, I totally feel in my heart that you're absolutely right, that it's the other side of this mountain, the other side of this huge mountain is going to be a bright, bright light that's going to just take us to another level and hopefully bring us together as people because that's one of the most important things to love people, man, to love one another, man, because I think we lost it. We lost it for a bit there, man. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, music is something that that's going to bring us closer together. But if we also have to be human and and love one another and just respect one another. We can disagree to disagree, man. That's that's fine. But just, you know, love one another, respect one another, which is what you said. Yeah. 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 Things way yeah. got way out of hand for a while. It did. Yeah. It, sh- it shows you how much leadership affects, you know, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I live, I live, let me tell you, I live in West Palm Beach. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. seven miles away. Really? I'm seven miles away from uh, from Mar-a-Lago. Uh-huh. From Mar-a-Lago, I literally can get in my car in five minutes. I'm right there. From where? From but hey, look, man. You know what? I mean, new new day, new era, new new life. We're going forward. Right. We're moving forward, and God willing, um, you know, we we'll get through this together. Everybody, not mm-hmm. just. It, I don't care what what political party you're with, you're still a human being to me. You're my brother as a human. And, uh, and I will, you know, do everything I can to say, I'll help you. And I'm here for you. And I love you. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going forward. That's and, it. That's, and that's real. Get it. That's real. That is that's so real, man. Real. That's real. That is real. That is real. My friend. Yeah. I love hearing that too. And that's why we love you so much because, uh, thank you. Thank you. It, the music <laughs> is magic with you. It really is. It's magical. And there's, it is. It is, man. It's what brings us together, man. Yeah, I don't think this. I, I, I doubt very. I, well, I shouldn't say that, but I, I doubt there are many people that that hate music. I can't see that. I cannot I hated see that. Somebody once. The hate. And music? I literally mean once because he hated really? music. Yeah. That that was the end. Let me out here. Stop the car! I'm getting out. We were up in Cardiff. We were this. We were we were watching Candy King sing. Right. You're watching Amazing who? Singer. Her, her name is Candy Kane. She was a local. Oh, yes, Candy jazz. Amazing. <clears throat> and we're watching her and I'm like, we're having dinner and we're watching her. I like, oh my God, she's amazing. Her voice is like butter. And he goes, eh, I don't really like music. It's just background stuff. I'm like, take me to my car. We're done. <laughs> we're done. I can just, I, I just hear, ooh, look at the time. I, oh my God, it's getting <laughs> so late. Tomorrow. And it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> it's getting so late. I really got to get up early tomorrow morning. <laughs> My family was so disappointed because he was great and a dentist. Yeah. Like, but oh. he's. I'm sorry, but that statement says a lot more than you want to know about someone. Yes. 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 It's like no disrespect, no but don't ever date somebody who doesn't have taste buds because no. it's going to be over before it starts. Oh my God. You just can't. Oh you can't God. do that. Well, you know, you made the right the right decision, Alex. You, oh, you, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you made the right decision. Well, I <laughs> knew before. Funny. I only went out with him because my aunts begged me. They said you're really? only not going out with him because we want you to. Do. I'm like, all right, all right, go out with him. But was, was he, he good looking? I mean, was he awesome, dude? I mean, was... <laughs> he was beige. Beige. He was beige. 
That's the only way I could describe it. He was beige. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, you know, wow. neutral color. <laughs> Tall, thin, dentist. Boring. Music. The dentistry thing, man. You know, I mean, he had his own practice. I think back? so. Gosh, we're going. Oh. We're going back. We're going back some. Sometime. Oh, no. He had his own practice. Could have made, made some money. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you know, and this, I, I have to say, I have to mention this because mm-hmm. we, I've known you. What? No, we just said it. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. I didn't know you performed in Carnegie Hall. Carnegie, yes. Uh, three, four times something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also Lincoln yeah. Center. Lincoln Center. Uh, many times. Yeah, many times I performed at Lincoln Center. Yes. Yeah, I perform with my band at uh, what they call the Midnight Summer Swing, which is out in Lincoln Center, and I perform in Lincoln Center. Wow! In concerts, yeah, yeah, in concerts, yeah. Wow. I performed at Lincoln Center also. Yes, yeah, that was fun. That was okay, really so a lot of fun. I'm going to make you a promise on on yes. air right now. Mm-hmm. When I throw my next big party, mm-hmm. you're it. I want you there. Oh, you I'm promise? there, brother. I promise. I'm there with you, man. And it, it's going to happen. I'm going to throw a big party. You're going to be there. Even if I'm the last guy sweeping the stage. No, you're not sweeping <laughs> the stage. I'm just saying. Even, but you would do just, it. He would. But I can do, do it. That. And, Thank and you. I do it with such with such grace. I mean, it, it's, you got to see me do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, Gino man, called funny. me out last time when we were at um, for the big conference and, and they were playing and it was early. It was in the morning. It was like nine in the morning. And there's some salsa going on, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm, next thing I know, I'm dancing. And yeah, 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 yeah. On the microphone, and he calls me out. <laughs> I did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, but I'm there. In the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe the and maybe the party will be in South Florida. You know, you never know. I'm willing. You know, well. I have family there. You know, my family. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. did tell me that. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There are a few weeks ago to see them. And so oh, uh, you should have called me, man. I would have drove down. Just well, next hang time out with I will. Trophy. I'm there Please. all the time. Yeah, Please. next time I will. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My mm-hmm. mother's a pisser. I'm going to tell you right now. She's a pisser. She's a pisser. That's awesome. She's a That's pisser. awesome. That's awesome. Cracks yeah. me up still to this day. We'll still Is that right? And laugh. Yeah. She'll be 90 this year. My mother. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man. What a blessing. Yeah. man. That's awesome. And next and year God. they celebrate 70 years of marriage. My parents. Oh, my God. That's awesome, dude. So that's How what I'm talking it? about. Yeah, he'll be, that... he'll be 89. My dad this year. Wow. OK. Yeah. She robbed the cradle. OK. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> my mom did, too, man. That's oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was 11 years older than my dad. Wow. Yeah. She was 11. Yeah, man. Maron, yeah, she... as we say. Yeah, that's Maron in, yeah. in Italian. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah she that's did. She did. And held on to him tight. So you you ready for a little uh, a little gameplay before we let you go? Do you mind playing? Oh a little boy, bit okay, with us? let's play. Let's okay, play. so I, it's I, just we call it this or that. So we'll just okay. I'll ask you: Do you want this or that, or do you like this or that? And you and you tell us which one. But okay. but you get to say both at one time. Like you can say, "Well, I want both," or you can say, "I don't I don't like either." Okay, you have okay. one of those. So it's either only this. So my answer has to be this or that, right? Right. Okay. But one time you can say both. And one time, one I... time you can say either. Either. Neither. Okay. Neither. Okay. okay. Neither. So, so the first one is, and you'll get the, you'll get the drift immediately. The first one is, bachata or salsa. 
uh, uh, well, salsa would it be this or that? Okay, which one's yes, this, and this that? or that? Right. Okay. So it would be salsa. You could say salsa. salsa yeah, salsa. Yeah. Salsa. Okay. okay. All right. Here's another one. Um, timbales or congas? Timbales. This. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Miami or New York? That New York. New York. Mm -hmm. Arroz con pollo or carne guisada? Both. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Both. I knew There's that was no the, way. Oh, no, actually, I'm not gonna pick on that one. There's oh wait, no but way. now, but but uh, now you're gonna have, you're gonna regret have, that. I'm you might you. regret that a bit because the next oh, one is man. blondes or brunettes. Answer carefully. Ooh, wow. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with blondes. They have more fun. Woo! Sorry, sorry, right, honey. I, I, I. It's all right. Present company excluded, of course. Uh, yeah, of course, mm -hmm. of course. <laughs> children or grandchildren? Ooh. <laughs> oh my god! Question. You're supposed to say I, neither. No, no. Yeah, neither. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, wow. I, I'm gonna go with grandchildren because you know the children. You already gave them all the love you can, and they're grown up, man. So the grandchildren, absolutely, yeah. without a doubt, more yeah. fun. Mm -hmm. A little more fun, I think, probably. Too. Yeah, they're fun. Yes, absolutely. Until they grow up, and then they then, then they, they yeah, yeah, then they're happy. Then they become neither. That's all, kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hurricanes or gators? Hurricanes or gators? Oh, good one. Um, I'm a gators. I'm a gators guy, man. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Nighttime or daytime? Definitely daytime. Daytime. Well, you said you get up at five in the morning to work out. Yeah, definitely it's daytime. It's not like you have to be somewhere at eight. You're up right, early right. to work out, right? <laughs> Beer or wine? Neither. I don't drink. I, ah, I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling. Neither. Yeah, yeah, I don't drink. Uh, yeah. All right. Last one. Playing live or being in the recording studio? Oh. Uh, I have to say playing live, yeah. uh, the energy, the energy feeding off the people, man. I have to, I love recording. I do because I, that's my, that's been my life for the longest, but playing live. Yeah. Playing for There's, people. Yeah. Right. It's, and there yeah. is a difference, right? Cause when you're in the studio, it's about precision. Right. And when, but without, but you don't want to lose the feeling, but it's really about the precision. Right. But when right. you're live, it's really about the the energy and the performance the energy. and the fun. And yeah, the yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think, just think about it. You're recording, you're creating. So you're creating on a spot, you know, and then you can stop the recording and say, Hey, you know what? I could have done this better. Let me go. Let's, let's take that take. And let me just do this better. Live performance is one, two, three, four. You're in and it's the long mm -hmm. haul. And if they're enjoying and you're enjoying, man, it's just, you're feeding off each other, man. It's just, that's, that's the beauty of music, man. That's what it's all about, you know? Yeah, so live performance, yes. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have more of those live performances. I just know it. I just know it. I know more we will. More. I know yeah. we will. I'm very, I'm very positive. I, I know it's going to happen. And we're going we're gonna to enjoy the next part of this life, man. Yes, we it's are. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we I, still have I a agree. lot of good years left. Absolutely. We do. Absolutely. We do. I keep yep. telling myself this. <laughs> I've got years. I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the, the the IRS wants us to live longer. You too, bad. By the yes, way, yes, <laughs> they do. Yeah, I'm worth more to them alive than I am them dead. Right. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I never realized that. I never thought about that. Maybe they got the control button. You know, <laughs> we're not letting this world go until we get every single dime. So, all right. <laughs> for you.
making it big so that they uh, want to keep me around because I plan on living into my hundreds. That's my goal. Oh, at least a hundred three. Right? Yep. Damn, girl. At least a hundred three. Mm-hmm. Did your parents live that? I mean, if the, what's how is your mom? My mom died at fifty-seven. Oh, she I'm sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. But. Uh, my father, if it hadn't been for the smoking, the doctor said he would have lived to been at least a hundred. He said wow. physically and externally, I take after my mom, but internally, I take after my father. So, wow, cool. So you well, you chance. look great, honey. You ah. look great. Yeah, you look awesome. Even though you prefer a blonde, it's okay. That's yeah. Well, I'm not letting you live that down. Hey, listen, there's Clairol, there's Wella, there's uh... <laughs> You don't want to see me as a blonde. I'm telling you, I had to wear a platinum wig in a yeah. show once. It, I wait a minute, it would work. It's not did, pretty. You never, you never, you, you were blonde once. So, uh, uh, did you ever dye your hair blonde or no? You never no, did. I had blonde streaks once. Okay, um, okay, okay. But it was so okay. dark. I, I'm Greek and Sicilian. There's, there's no. Yeah, no. brunette. There you go, honey. There it's, you go. It's black or red. I was born a redhead, so. Nice. You see a ball. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. You're beautiful anyway, honey. She is too beautiful inside and out. Absolutely. And, out. She's the best. and I'm hitting on you on this air right now. So yeah. Good. Continue doing that, please. I like, it. I like, I like witnessing that. <laughs> well, you know, in the office, it's, 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 a joke it, it's kind of a joke if i don't answer the phone if somebody else answers the phone mm-hmm. alex chino's on the phone ah. <laughs> there you go because they know i love talking to you so much yeah, of course me too, honey. me too so me be- too thank you before we let you go i'm going to ask you to give one piece of advice to somebody who wants to be in the music business and uh, wants to play live events what what one thing would you tell them they need to do don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. What are you thinking? Um, no, no. Uh, to listen. Uh, if if your if your heart and soul is in is in it, if you love, if you you're passionate about learning a craft, learning to be a musician, learning an inst- uh, to play an instrument, learning to sing, go for it, man. You know, I mean, look. Look what we're going through with this pandemic. We're going through a moment right now that we've just been at home doing basically nothing, working from home, dealing with the with the with the uh, with, with with this thing, and and becoming more and more irate that we can't go out and enjoy our life. So if you're at home now, do it. If after this pandemic you still love to want to be a musician, do it. This is about happiness in your heart and your soul, man. You know, if you become a great player, that's the, that's the perk. If you're not a great player and you're doing gigs at a you know at the corner bar, that's a perk. If you're just playing for family and just singing and you're having a good time, but you see grandma's face, she's happy, she's singing with you. Your dad, your your kid, your son, you know your 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 spouse. That's a perk. The perk is happiness, man. So. To each and every one of these people that want to become a musician, that want to learn, that want to play live performances, go for it. Learn the craft. I, I did it at home. I mean, some people have that kind of patience. I I had it. I, I wanted to learn quickly. Sometimes I couldn't. I had to do it my, at my pace. But I, it happened for me, man. It could happen. If I did it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's the way I, I, I got to put it. If I did it, 
you can do it, man. I, I wish you all the best. And I'm always available. You look me up, Google me. I, I'm everywhere. You just send me an email and I'll be there for you. I'll help you out with whatever you need me to do, to help you out with. Cause that's who I am. I like to pay it, for, play, uh, pay it forward. I don't, um, I don't hold back. I, you know, it's just, uh, this is a blessing to be a musician. You know, it's, that's what it is. I, uh, I love that. We both do. We both adore you. And we both, we both want to see all of that love come right back to you because thank uh, you, man. Oh man, if anybody, if anybody should have it come rolling back to them in spades, it's you, my friend. Uh, it's thank you. It's what we and we all want it because because we want to see the justice of love come back to somebody who gives it out so freely. And should you should be swimming in it? You should be dr not drowning because who wants to see that? But just like over over your brim in love because thank you thank you so much thank uh, you so much anthony and, i appreciate that oh yeah we'll work and we will we will this is <laughs> no, not over it's yet not, oh. it's not baby <laughs> no. it's not that was chino nunez uh the grammy winning percussionist who's a multi-instrumentalist arranger conductor uh has been in the music business his entire life now lives in south florida but uh travels around the country and has worked with some incredible people and can actually put together a salsa, bachata, Latin band uh, for any organization. He mm. is with, with some top names, with some killer musicians. He's definitely a go-to. And everybody that he works with, at least in my experience with him, everybody that he works with is like him, happy to be there, wanting to make it work. And the first words out of there, Every single one of his musicians mouth, what do you need? If you love us or even just think we're meh, give us a five-star rating. It doesn't matter to you, does it? It matters a lot to us, even if you think we're just meh. Just hit the five star, just pretend like it didn't happen. Move on. You can find us wherever you find your Apple, uh, your, your podcast. I'm supposed to like really hype Apple, but uh, do look for us on Apple Podcasts and do leave your five star rating there. That's where it counts the most. And uh, we'll see you next week, or actually, you'll hear us next week. Until then, uh, you can find us at bolada.com. Just look for the Boladify tab. And if you'd like to leave a question or a comment, please do so there. Or just go to. Um, I don't know. Just go anywhere you want. That's all I have to say. Don't. Sure, I'm watching myself now, and there's a little bit of a delay, so it's sort of freaking me out. Uh, <laughs> did I leave anything out, D'Angelo? I think I did. No, you could just end it. See what he says to me? Just end it. <laughs> just end it already. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're ending it. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of B. For one little tiny little announcement, if it gets in the final cut, and that is that the Oscar nominees came out today. <gasps> so we will be looking for the Oscars to 
the 93rd annual Oscars to happen next month. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that. But the nominations did come out today. The big, of course, the big thing is the snub who didn't get nominated. Right. Uh, and I, I, I think that most people don't understand that it's very, can be very political <laughs> and that it's not just about the best performance, but it's about who is submitted <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's it's not as uh, there's a system. Let's put it that way. There's a system in place, and it's it's not always about the the best performance. Yeah. Do I get my hand slapped for that? No, it's the truth. Oh, come on, everybody knows that. But it's still fun, it's and fun. we all know what the reason is, so that they can sell more movie tickets yeah. and you know keep people interested in the movies. That's really all award shows are for. Yeah. And it's great when you see the underdog win. It, it happens when you think somebody you don't. That's awesome. I'm, yes. I'm always rooting for the underdog. Yes, and and by the way, there is a, a that the underdog usually does have a very good career after all of that. So yes. there is definitely some positive results that come from yeah. you know winning an Oscar or any award, uh, Grammy, as you know we just heard. Uh, and the one thing we didn't mention about last night, if it makes it in the final cut, is that Beyonce. Mm-hmm has now broken the records for the most Grammys won. And yep. I couldn't be happier because- I called her my queen on Facebook last she night. She is the queen. So and glad. She is the queen. And you know what? The fact that all of those in the audience last night were cheering her on and were so happy to see that just is more proof that she is who she appears to be. Uh, what grace and elegance. She, she, is, she is Grammy dynasty. Yes, you know, she, she is. is the queen for sure the grace and, and the humility. Ah, loved it. Any last words? Uh, You know, um, we're at the dawn of a new season and um, things are new, things are looking up. And last night just filled me with a lot of positivity and hope because I really loved that, uh, that show a lot. And so, I don't know, that's all I've got today. There's a, there's a lot of things brewing, but you know, that's, that's a lot because we both admitted to each other before last night that the Grammys were not necessarily our favorite award show. And yet we walked away really loving it and Mm -hmm. feeling like they had done such a bang up job, introducing us to the musicians, allowing us to get to know them a little bit better, seeing outstanding performances, it felt really intimate. Yeah. So I think that's a lot. Good. Yes, Good. for sure. <laughs>